0: This is IQMZ Tech, episode 21, recorded Monday, the 14th of October, 2019. Hello and welcome to IQMZ Tech, the show where we talk about some of the biggest tech news stories with people who are passionate about all things electronics.
1: I'm your boy, 1JJ Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor. And
0: I'm Anthony Lemos, a.k.a. Seamus Amos. How are you doing this morning?
1: Man, I am fantastic.
0: Yeah, not so last week. We took the week off. You weren't
1: feeling well, which is usually my excuse. Man, (laughs) man, look, I was dying inside. You know, I came back. And then I died again. I, I resurrected like <laughs> Jesus, so I'm back, and we back. That's it's just pretty much what I'm equated to, just like Jesus. Yeah, just hanging out, hanging out like the Lord, you know. Yeah, I mean, you have
0: less hair, but the same skin tone. So,
1: but do I have less hair? I mean, <laughs> you know how it is when you tell a story, and then somebody else tells a story, and somebody else tells a story. I mean, by the end of it, Jesus sounds like a six foot four sex symbol. But you know what I mean? He could have started off pudgy and fat and bald like me. You never know. You don't
0: know well that's uh that's gonna lead us perfectly into our first story. <laughs> the Japanese investment firm Softbank is preparing to a package that would save WeWork's parent company Weco huh, from imminent bankruptcy. Softbank already controls roughly one third of Weco and the move would further divest co-founder Adam Newman from control of the company after WeWork's failed i p o which it failed miserably. Is it's a smart move for SoftBank to invest even further? And does WeWork even matter at this point?
1: So we talked about this before, and there was a super-duper awesome article in depth talking about all the financial mishaps and what they were doing with the money and all that kind of stuff. My general thought process on this is, is property so depending on how much property we work actually owns instead of just leasing because they have these lease agreements and so weird things like that, China loves owning property. If you didn't know, China owns roughly like anywhere between 25 and 33% of American properties, strip malls, open land, weird stuff. They'd just be buying them stuff. Yep. So I see this as a smart play for them. I just don't know how they're going to make money, you know, unless they're going to sell more of those Ikea-type desks or something. Yeah. Um, but they're they're basically just buying property and place holdings. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with it, but I mean people make bad investments and banks swoop in and turn stuff around all the time.
0: Yeah, one one of the key things on here is that they're not looking to invest cash into the company. They're in, looking to permit debt. Which yeah. yeah, that's one of the things. Like they yeah, they're they're stuck in these long-term leases, these 15, 30 year leases and stuff like that, that they it's just I don't know if they're ever going to turn around. So, I mean, we'll see. SoftBank did turn uh, turn Sprint around. So, yeah, we'll see what but, happens there.
1: But and Sprint's about to merge too. So they 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 did what they wanted to do. They righted the ship. So I, again, I I don't know what their plan is, but obviously somebody's got a plan, and I'm sure they're smarter than the CEO of WeWork. <laughs> so you know. That's so neither here nor there.
0: Yeah. After scathing reports by BuzzFeed News and ProPublica Bu- Pro and this podcast, Amazon is canceling contracts with three regional delivery companies whose operations have resulted in deaths of drivers or civilians as a result of their outrageous demands for performance.
1: But is Amazon going to fire itself? Because <laughs> it's their demands that get trickled down to the shipping company and owners down to the employees to the like i i you know this is just a smart pr move because it looks like you're doing something but as soon as you actually think about it internalize it you're like okay so you're gonna punish somebody else because they did what you told them to do yep okay
0: yeah this, this is uh This is just another step in Amazon divesting themselves entirely from the responsibility of what these companies were doing, uh, which is why they hired these companies in the first place. And I don't know. I mean, they haven't said anything about how they're going to... reestablish those delivery routes or if they're going to hire new companies or anything else, this is just churn. Each one of these companies is going to go bankrupt, come up with a new name with exactly the same people and everything else, and they're going to get a new contract with Amazon, and they're going to wash their slate clean because that's how American capitalism works.
1: So as we talked about for a brief minute before we started recording commercials, again, I listen to Sports Talk a lot, and they run an Amazon logistics commercial 30 to 40 times a day. Start your own business, get your own trucks, have your own fleet, become a part of the community with Amazon. We will help you build your infrastructure. Amazon has the greatest uh, XPO in the world. Sign up today. And I'm like, why don't you, I know why they don't do it because they'd rather just put it on somebody else, but they're they're Amazon. They really, if they want to take quality control, just start your own fleet. Hire regional managers that that's that come on in a franchise type of situation, but make it so that you're running everything in the same way. Right. And and just do it that way. Yeah, they're going to unionize, they're going to do all this kind of stuff, but you're making so much money. Just do it so you have control. But just telling every Tom, Dick, and Harry to start a logistics trucking company is insane. Right. It's, it's not. Insane. It's not Etsy. Like, you can't no. just... Yeah. So... Yay, Amazon. But I do want all those devices, though. I can't wait to get all my little speakers and (laughs) smartphones and all that kind of stuff. They got me on that. I'm not buying nothing until I hear Samuel L. Jackson come over on the Alexa devices I already have. (laughs) As soon as that happens, ooh, it's going to be walls to the balls. Uh, That doesn't make any sense. No. Floor to the door. Anyway, I'm going to get it. I got to wait until Samuel comes out. I got to hear his house. Next story.
0: The popular online game Fortnite went down le- yesterday, leaving players who were able to log in with just the visualization of a black hole to stare at. Believed to be part of a game refresh to include a new map, Epic went as far as deleting all the tweets from the official Fortnite Twitter and closing the public Trello bug board. While extended downtime during a major game updates is nothing new, maybe they've gone too far on this one? <laughs>
1: Kids are jumping out the window. Burr, burr, burr. It's Indigenous Monday. They didn't have to go to school, <laughs> and there's no Fortnite. Oh my God! For, hey, they should be sued for the. I don't. I don't want to talk about suicides like that. But I just know that uh, p- kids are jumping out windows. They're punching their parents in the chest. They're crying themselves to sleep. And a lot of kids are crawling up in their closet right now because uh, it was very amusing. If you watch the videos that are online, basically a black hole comes and you just watch it on your screen. You mm-hmm. can't do anything. Your, character, your avatar is floating and you just watch the whole map just get sucked into a black hole. And then there's nothing. And then they didn't do anything. It didn't say update. It didn't say updating. It just sat there. And that's marketing because everybody's talking about it. It was mm-hmm. all over Twitter. It was all over Facebook. And again, kids are actually picking up their phone, calling other friends, like, yo, did is yours updating? Mine's not updating. Yep. It, did, did your mom unplug it? My mom unplugged it. Like you so from, <laughs> from a marketing standpoint, all that just to put in a new board is probably gonna be on Mars or a space board or whatever. I mean, it's great marketing, and it gives a, a good respite to people's minds for the game. But, I mean, great marketing.
0: Here's my question about all that, though. We're talking about Fortnite, a game that's already reportedly in decline as Apex or whatever other game starts coming up. And and, all, and this is during, like, they just had um, uh, Rocket League championships. There's this big Blizzard thing that's going on, the, the controversy there. If a game is in decline, is it really the best PR move to kick everyone off for a day
1: on a weekend? So, so I'd say yes. Um, Apex came on the scene and was eaten for a nice lunch. They spent and blew a whole bunch of money stealing Ninja and bringing huge platformers to the game. And then they dropped off after like 30 days. Like Their, their numbers went starkly down. Fortnite is on a consistent level now. They, mm. they were at a peak, but they, they dropped, but they're, at, they're on a consistent level. They're like um, World of Warcraft. Now they're at the level where they're always going to have players, they're always going to have users. And I feel like this is something, again, where everybody's talking about it so much that it's going to bring back a lot of players that haven't played in a while just to see whatever this new thing is um uh, reportedly so many people logged in just to watch their thing go into a black hole (laughs) so you know you got to figure out how many people logged in just to see their stuff get deleted and then once it comes back it's going to be again oh we're on mars now and we're bouncing with yellow rainbows like i don't know and then a whole wave of people that haven't played in a while are going to jump back on board so i do think that um once you've got the base of fans that they do. I mean, just two months ago, the kid won nine million dollars playing Fortnite. So yeah, Rocket League's cool. Uh there's a whole bunch of other games, but Fortnite still has the cachet of Fortnite. And I think that this is this is good marketing because it's going to bring a lot of people back into the fold just to see what the new update is.
0: We will see.
1: We will. I'm not going to see because I will not I don't do crack and I don't do heroin, <laughs> and I don't do Fortnite. So there's two things I don't do. I don't smoke no rocks, I don't shoot no needles, and I don't shoot no Fortnite. So I'm going to just watch and see what happens so, if am excited on
0: the Internet. What you're saying is Fortnite should be a Schedule 1 drug.
1: Oh, it shouldn't be. It, it is. It's not <laughs> I t- I started off by telling you kids are jumping out of windows, <laughs> punching their parents in the chest, and possibly committing suicide. And that's not even hyperbole. There are so many angry people and kids right now. I saw one guy. I was like, yo, I don't care what happens. I spent $311 on skins. Somebody better do something. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. You buy all these add-ons. I mean, hey, y'all better get this thing. Y'all can't be down for too long. This
0: would be a great be lesson in the the temporal nature of online stuff, though. <sighs> Crazy. They just shut Fortnite
1: down and walked away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would literally be amazing. If that was just like grand opening, grand closing, uh, I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd, <laughs> I'd giggle myself to sleep for days. <laughs>
0: Facebook Libra cryptocurrency took a major hit on Friday when Visa, MasterCard, and Stripe all left the project ahead of today's Libra Council meeting. Long story short, Facebook wanted to be in the financial game and let these other companies, which also include PayPal and eBay at one time, to take the risk for unscrupulous activities. Is this the end of Libra's viability as the true national international currency?
1: If you have headphones in right now and you're listening to this, or if you have speakers that are loud, just turn it down a second. I want to give you a kid a count of three to turn down your volume: one, two, three. Ain't nobody in the world trusting Facebook with their money. Nobody, not Ethiopians, <laughs> not the Mayans, not third graders. Nobody. I've had five people try to give me Facebook money. I told them keep it. I was not hook up nothing to Facebook to get no money, not to my bank account, not to my PayPal, not to, not, I, you know what? They couldn't carry and pigeon me money from Facebook. i shoot that bird out of the sky where it got to my property. Ain't nobody messing with Facebook finances. And now the whole world knows it too. I've been to it. But now everybody knows it. (laughs) You can turn your volume back up now.
0: Um, Yeah. (laughs) Right? I I hope this is the end of Libra. I hope this just crumbles and collapses. Not that I have anything against Libra specifically. I don't trust Facebook any further than I can throw it, and they have a huge campus. I'm not that strong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and again, that's not a joke for me. People who have tried to pay me for things or give me money. And I do a lot of Facebook marketplace things and they try to send me money and the little range chings down on my Facebook. I'm like, yo, cancel that, bro. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not linking up no kind of financials to Facebook ever, ever. I'd be homeless, starving. And somebody could offer me a million dollars on Facebook. And I'm not hooking it up. That's probably why, because to the point where if I was homeless a star, I wouldn't have nothing to hook it up to anyway. And how would I still have Facebook? But I could just say that I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't be able to. That's just <laughs> I'm saying. No, nobody. I, I don't trust Facebook for nothing financial, point blank, like, period. Ain't nobody messing with it." Me. And yeah. now the whole world knows it. it.
0: It don't even take financials. I just don't trust Facebook.
1: I, we, well, we know you anti-internet. You know, we know this. We know your stance. You know, you're you're not helping the show. It's on me to find new users to have to suffer through these episodes. I got to go out and shuck and jive and, and beg people to come on because you don't like dinner. You do tweet, though. You like the Twitters. There's that. You like that. Forbes writer Evan
0: Ewan. I'm going to say Evan because why not? Yuan. Yeah. Yuan Spence shared an article describing the decline of the MacBook Pro detailing how it used to be the most powerful laptop on the market and is now seen by Apple as an extension of the iPhone family. I personally agree, and it's one of the reasons I will never get rid of my mid-2012 MacBook Pro retina. How do you see it, Owen?
1: I am thoroughly upset that my 2014 macbook pro that was stolen from my home and ended up in shangshili china two years later because my encryption was so great that they had to send it overseas and sell to some backwoods chinese shop that hacked into it um i missed that laptop i had refused to buy new laptops year after year i just wouldn't do it there are the Prosumer laptops are not macbook pro anymore. They're basically they want you to take selfies on your laptop They won't give you a touch screen. They got this whizzy touch bar is embarrassing Uh, I got my daughter the macbook pro 13-inch. It's Mm -hmm. adequate to play minecraft on. It's a very expensive minecraft machine (laughs) Uh, But I just wish that they cared about pro users the way they used to this article is spot-on mm-hmm uh, it speaks to every piece of my heart. The new update of Catalina, where I now without a dongle or me paying $80, I can now mirror or use my iPad as an extended screen uh, excites me. Mm. It arouses me. It gives me a good feel of affection for her laptop that I think that I might want to steal it and use it. But that's <laughs> the last thing I've been excited about from a MacBook Pro, and I don't know how long. Even the iMac doesn't excite me. The new um, MacBook, not MacBook. The new iMac Mac, Pro. Mac Pro. iMac Pro. Yes, is a powerhouse. They actually listen because those are the top end tier users that are making our movies and Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. And people just stop buying them, you know. Right. But so they. But what they about they the market?
0: What about the market in between seventeen hundred dollars and six thousand dollars?
1: they are I don't know. Uh, how, how much did you spend on your laptop when you bought it? Uh, 1900 So I now, uh, for a laptop, use a um, HP Spectre, mm-hmm. and it costs around $2,000. I personally, at the time I was talking about it on Twitter, I had no problem spending $3,000 on a laptop. Knowing that it was going to be a workhorse and do everything that I needed to do and it was going to be my main machine because I traveled and I didn't want to have a desktop. But I couldn't justify spending that money on the crap that they kept putting out. So for the first time, I went and bought and built a PC of my own. Mm -hmm. And I went AMD. I didn't even go Intel. And for $1,200, it outperforms them by leaps and bounds, by three and four times the processing power and the speed. I don't have the portability anymore. But I, I wanted to spend that money. I want to spend $3,000. And it's not just me. A lot of people are still using their older MacBooks, and they just won't upgrade because you're not giving them what they want, and they, they're they not listening. Right. And the problem is, is that regular people think it's okay because <laughs> they made the MacBook 13-inch, a Pro, and a lot of people buy them for their kids in school and stuff like that in college. So they're selling their units, and they think that it's important, but they're killing creatives in the middle they're, they're killing professionals in the middle too that just want to be portable
0: well they they went on this this big kick back in uh about what 2015 or so where they started like getting rid of unnecessary products in their mind because there there was the macbook then they had the macbook pro they had um uh, the MacBook Air and those were your three tiers if you needed ultra ultra portability or low cost you had the MacBook Air it gave you that under $1000 and it was a great laptop but it couldn't handle really hardcore tasks you wanted a little bit more extendability and uh, a little more power to it you had the MacBook you just grab it and go and it was just it was it was a, it was a fully capable computer and then you had the MacBook Pro that could you know really crank out some processing. You could edit video, edit audio. I mean, I've done every, I've, I've rendered 3D graphics on my on my 2012, um, and it's been great. And they started getting rid of that middle tier, and then they brought the upper tier down to that middle tier, and now there's no upper tier laptop, but they're still charging upper tier
1: prices. Yeah, and it pisses me in- off. It's insane. And everyone who's doing these performance tests are showing. That they're getting destroyed by other companies now. Yep. You know, like I said, that the HP Spectre line is a 13-inch powerhouse. Like, and I want the new one, but my my one is two years old, is still running fine, which for me is impressive for a PC. Because at at a PC level, I was used to a hey, every year and a half, year I had to get a yep. new thing. But I mean, that thing that that Intel seven processor and the 16 gigs of RAM. Again, I'm. Still doing my 4K video, and I mean, it's not as fast as my desktop, but I mean, on the go, I set it and forget it. Yep. Like, it works, and Apple's just not giving me that, especially not for the price point.
0: Yeah, my my 2012 right now I got it maybe two weeks after they were released, and so now it's over seven years old. I've had to replace the battery in it because when I was spending a year in Korea, I basically left it plugged in the entire time, so the battery went to crap. But other than that, it still runs like a champ and it's I, I don't have any need or desire to replace it it's
1: it's an awesome computer yeah um, shout out to the sd car slot bro shout out to the sd card slot. oh
0: yeah that that's helpful especially when i'm out doing photography or something like that. oh my god
1: all day every day <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy on youtube who's got four million subscribers and he was talking about this new narbox backup uh power pack thing for your sd card and he's like dude it's so great that i don't have to take my 17 inch macbook pro around with me on on hikes anymore i go on three-day hikes and i'm like yo he's still got the 17 inch macbook pro that john was discontinued in what 2012 yep so he he and he and this dude shoots beautiful 4k all kinds of stuff and he's still rocking that 17 inch macbook pro i'm like apple you're you're losing money because i gu- guarantee you that dude's got bank mm-hmm. he spent 500 dollars on a memory card backup slot uh charger and you can't get him to buy a new macbook that's yep. embarrassing and
0: that's on a 1440 by 980 or 960 screen by the way that 17 inch
1: yeah it's not i even... was like what <laughs> like well, you're editing on that oh i'm oh i'm i was more impressed with his work i resubscribed i unsubscribed and i resubscribed again i was like just so you get that new notification he, you don't he's, add nothing extra to you
0: he's doing 4k video at a five to one pixel ratio like
1: yeah it, it, in my brain it, like it was like a pass by statement that he made yeah but i instantly started thinking like you're doing all this on a macbook pro 17 inch like bro you're you're a decade out of t- wait. What? I, my, I I couldn't handle it. I was like, I rewound it just to make sure that he said that because I I was like, he didn't. You, it's not like you slip up on that. You know what you, what laptop you're talking about when he says the 17 inch, and I'm like, wow, yeah, very very impressed. Any Yeah.
0: <laughs> October 11th has been designated by the UN as International Day of the Girl, and the, with the Gates Foundation reporting that quote, no matter where you were born, your life will be harder if you are born a girl. End quote. Many travel companies are stepping up their efforts to reduce the gender gap, especially in how it relates to STEM opportunities. Disney Cruise Cruise Lines now introduces Minnie as the ship's captain. Delta Airlines is uh, chartering 12 to 18-year-old ladies to a special immersive experience at Houston Space Center. And Booking.com is sponsoring girl-focused coding and STEM events all around the country. We both have daughters. Is this bringing our vision of opportunity closer?
1: It absolutely does not, but every little bit helps, okay? <laughs> um, it's hey, It's just the way it is. People of color are still people of color, and women are still women. Uh, the best thing you could do – again, I, I picked this article. I like the story. I like the initiatives. I like having another day. It passes along like hot dog day and curly hair day mm-hmm. and ice cream day. It's a nothingness day that no one knows about, but it's a day. Uh, but it, the initiatives that they're making are something, and some girls are going to enjoy that, and it might inspire some women to do some things. I brought it up just so that our listeners—I know we have a lot of listeners that have daughters. Like I said, you have a daughter. Like you said, you have a daughter. Take time to do your own Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse initiative uh, in your life. I have taken my daughter to. Um, women's shelters where women have been uh, battered or abused or something in that nature. I don't want to generalize what their problems are, but they have problems. And she's gotten to see strong women coming back from things, how uh, how bad it is for a woman to need to be in those places, and it makes her think of how she can handle those things. There's all kinds of things that we could do as fathers to help these women. I'm a man, and I'm a horrible person, and I've shook my penis more than i was supposed to in my lifetime and i know it but i also know that inside i'm a good guy and i hope that my daughter one day meets a good guy but at the same time i want her to be her best self before she has to rely on a man or men to do things mm-hmm. she's she's going to be an engineer if you ask her what she's going to do when she grows up she says an engineer i have instilled that in her i don't care what kind of engineer it is but give your kids especially your daughters a goal, something they can focus on, encourage them, like the coding projects, the STEM projects. They might not like it, but you can at least introduce them to different things. Sports, everything. Just help. Daughters deserve extra attention.
0: Yeah. Uh, And another thing that we like to do around here, uh, we're always on the lookout for examples of women overcoming different things. For example, the uh, who was the track star? Not to uh, last weekend or whatever.
1: Biles, Bowles.
0: No, that's the she. She's the uh, gymnastics. Uh, a gymnastics
1: track star. Yeah,
0: track star. She. Anyway, I, I remember her name, but she's a, a woman of color, and she just had a baby. Not. Oh yes, not, sir. Yeah, not like a year ago, and she goes and runs, and they win. She's part of the four by four hundred relay, and they win gold on that by like a long. Long distance, like it was, it was ridiculous how much they won by, uh, and broke the world record. And yes, you know, um, Simone Biles, like, she shouldn't be in gymnastics at her age,
1: Mm-mm.
0: she's getting moves named after her because she's pulling off stuff that no one else can. Yeah. They're, they're having to change the scoring system so that it's not weighted too heavily in her favor, you know, but she's too old for the gymnastics game, apparently. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, there are women out there that are doing amazing things and stuff like that is what you really need to show. Um, and not to mention, like my wife is amazing; she's just stupid awesome, and she's a good role model for all my daughters. So,
1: and 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 that's like I said, that's what I mean. Like it starts at home for the most part. These initiatives are great as a reminders and things like that. But the more stuff you could be at home, do at home, uh, it, it matters. I, I mean, again, like when i talked about me being a horrible person. I have a lot of guy friends that have like – they got like the sexy women on their screensavers and their backgrounds. And I'm like, oh, man, you got kids. And, and I'm like, but I don't want to – you can't really judge anybody. But there was a time where me and my daughter are very close to where we share things. So we're always showing memes. And we watch movies that are inappropriate and stuff like that. But she understands and we talk about it. We discuss. But I even realized like, hey why am I following all these twerking people on Instagram? It doesn't do anything for me. I'm never going to meet them. It's a butt cheek. Like I saw the other butt cheek and I just realized like, I need to unfollow these people just because one, I don't need to see it all the time like that. But two, my, my interaction with my child, we watch these things together and we scroll through things together and I don't want her seeing every third person being a twerk video or something like that. So I, I, Fix myself and change my viewing habits and patterns because so, I, to not do that. So, again, it's, we could do a lot of things besides just having a day, but yay, day and yay, Minnie Mouse is the captain. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I like it.
0: Uh, sure. Hey, uh, it's, <laughs> it's about time we mentioned our sponsor for this episode. Do you want to supercharge your building powers in WordPress? For Gravity has got you covered. For Gravity offers a suite of Gravity Forms add ons that allow you to schedule automatic reports of your form submissions, generate editable PDFs of your customers' data, and set form level permissions that prevent users from accessing settings that they shouldn't be able to. We love For Gravity, and if you make forms, you will too. Supercharge your forms today at ForGravity.com. For Gravity! All right. It is time for five on five here. We'll take five stories from last week and give you our quick impression of each. I'll start. CNET reports, Google posted a 22 second video of a woman in front of a Pixel 4 phone waving her hands in the air to control the device from a few inches away. The video was accompanied by a blog post touting Google's radar technology, which the company has been developing since 2015.
1: Uh, Reminds me a lot of OnePlus actions where I could just go like this and swipe in the air, and the phone would do things. Uh, Google having a more in-depth features like that sounds super cool, Uh, super gimmicky. Uh, Doing this on my DJI never really worked for me, Uh, but we'll see if Google uh, kills it since they've been working on since twenty fifteen. Excited to see it. Excited to
0: see it. You? (sighs) No. I'm not, I don't like talking to my phone or my watch in public. I'm not going to start making gestures and sign language into my phone either. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not trying to do any of all that. So, no. When, when it can just look in my eyes and tell me what I'm looking at or show, know what I'm looking at, like the Samsung tried to do a while ago, then yeah. th- give me that, but refined and, and effective.
1: CNET article. Elizabeth Warren has taken an alter alternation. Uh, oh, my God. You, you want to try it again? Has taken an end, alteration getting approach it, to attacking Facebook's recent announcement that they won't fact check politicians post. She's running an ad on a social network that deliberately contains falsehoods. Um, go ahead.
0: So it says Mark Zuckerberg Uh, Breaking news, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook just endorsed Donald Trump for re-election and then it corrects itself a little later saying that no, they've just given Trump free reign to lie on his platform. I love this. I don't know how effective this is going to be, but again um, I side with Elizabeth Warren on this. I don't trust Facebook. They're shady. They're full of shit and moving
1: on. For this news, for this election cycle, for this election cycle, Facebook should just not run any political ads. Just just take two years off. Uh, you're going to lose but, money, whatever. But they're going to lose so much money. They, they're going to lose so much money. But at the same time, they would gain something that they can't buy. Some respect. Uh, uh, if, if they just don't run any political ads... The the temperature and the vitriol and the evil and the back and forth from either side will tone down the rhetoric somewhat, and people that are rational would appreciate the fact that they're not being bombarded with the BS. Because the power that Facebook has is immeasurable. And with all the Russian money pouring in and the fake ads and the the fake groups and the commenters coming in from other countries on the ads, riling people up, just take this election cycle off. You've already got enough money. You make enough money. Bill Gates has given away billions of dollars to people in huts. Just take this election cycle off. Just this one. Yeah. This, the, P, the PR is worth it. The money for the PR is worth it.
0: Yeah. It's too late for that, though. They've already been paid like $20 million by the Trump campaign. I, I know. I so. know. <laughs> <laughs> I tech Republic reporting tech freelancers' median hourly rate is 70% more than all U.S. workers, and many boast the current most wanted tech skills ServiceNow, Neo4j, and relational databases and
1: D3.javascript. Just picked up this article so I can give myself a new job. Going to go uh, take a class. Uh, go get me some extra side hustle business. It, uh, you know, you've been in the military, but I, I live a freelance lifestyle. I, I live a, a lifestyle that when people come to me, I usually don't say no. And uh, if I can't do it, I can hire somebody that can do it for you. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's a good business. It's a good skill to have. Uh, again, retro and back to the girls. Make sure your girls are out here learning some of these skills, uh, because a lot of these classes you could take for free or very inexpensive online mm-hmm. to give yourself a skill that you can just do projects on the weekend if you want, just to have some money coming in. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities out there for knowledgeable people in the tech space. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's a lot of free information out there on how to how to do all these things. So, or just get a humble bundle and uh, get. You know, 25 bucks for like 45 books or yeah, 45 books that'll teach you all this. You
1: know, you want me to get books? I never learned how to read. Well, Um,
0: that's your own problem.
1: as evident by this reading I'm doing <laughs> over here TechCrunch, Sony's next console is the PlayStation 5 arriving holidays 2020, which is great because I don't have enough money in my splurge on account right now buying too much junk to buy a new PlayStation 5. What, what do you think? I know mean, I mean, you don't play games. Do you, you play video games? I,
0: I do. I usually play, play them on my PC now. Uh, okay. uh, I, Sony, you could have just said the PlayStation 5 is coming. Oh, no, that's what you did mm-hmm. because you didn't provide any details. There's no look as there's no title announcements. There's no like no details at all. Sony, stop wasting my time.
1: And I think they did this because there was last month, there was a huge rumor that Sony and Xbox are going to be launching their new PlayStations at the holiday this year, Right. which obviously was totally false. And I think that they did this just to be like, hey, hey, hey. I mean, y'all keep bothering us and waiting for it. We're not putting out anything this year. It's not going to happen. This, so
0: Microsoft just announced uh, some Xbox, some new Xbox rumors too, but they came out with even fewer details. They were just like, yeah, there's a new one coming next year. And this is just kind of Sony saying, us too. And yeah. both of them, just shut up, man. Just, yeah. We don't care until there's details, until there's something there. At least yeah, give us a, when- a, a re- relational comparison to what we currently have. Until you can at least give us that. It's
1: twice as powerful. Something stupid like that. Don't even bother. Yeah, because because when you heard about Nintendo's new thing, they actually had something coming. Right. The Nintendo Lite. So, I mean, uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that.
0: Um, This comes from... Mac rumors. uh, Apple is planning on releasing an iPhone SE 2 in the first quarter of 2020 and starting at a price of $399, according to the latest research report from reliable Apple Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo. I caught caught your dyslexia.
1: I I, I say this in a non-discriminatory way. This is not for people that might have this affliction. This is for people that just have small hands. This is for people with the baby hands. (laughs) These are for kids. These are for women who don't want to hold X-Pro 97-inch phones in their hand and talk like this with their phones because their hands are so small. Um, I thought that the uh, iPhone 11 sizing was really good. My, My daughter is a child. She's 12, and she holds the... The 10, oh no, the XR very well in her hand. She likes the way it feels, yeah. but she doesn't like the smaller phone. So I, I thought that was a good size. But some people apparently don't like having a huge phone, and they want something smaller. So this is smart by them. Uh, the price point still seems a little high for me, but I guess if they're going to put the newer chips in it, yep. then I, I guess that's where you're getting it from because you're going to have a better camera and all yeah. that. Who's he? What's he?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's, they're saying that the form factor should be similar to the iPhone eight. Well, that's too big then, right? So because
1: the eight is, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll F- see.
0: We'll we'll find out in in March when they slyly don't announce it and it's just appearing on shelves. Yeah. <laughs> when, S- when when you suddenly can't get a, a iPhone se case anymore. Yeah. Super excited about all that. Can't <laughs> wait. Not so much. Oh, yeah. IQMZ Tech records live every Monday morning uh, ish. Uh, live ish. Uh, yo, Man. you can find it on YouTube and your podcatcher. Leave us alone. Yeah. Close enough. Uh, email us at tech at IQMZ.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter at IQMZ.
1: Yeah. Send us an email. I'm about to start doing my email blast. So if you want to get on that train, which I think you want to get on that train. Uh, check us out. We're on the internet. I'm on the internet at Odakta on all things that are useful. Say hi to me. I will say hi back. And if I don't, then yell at me and I will definitely say hi back. You
0: definitely yell back. <laughs> That's right. No uh, you can, You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Kane E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E. And you can find the show on Twitter. Well, you can find IQMZ in all forms on Twitter at IQMZ. Uh,
1: and just for the record... Ain't nobody messing with Facebook finance. (laughs) Nobody. We're out.